I'll share a story with you that a, a priest mentor shared with me a few years ago. When he was a pastor in a parish in the Columbus Diocese, they had twinned or partnered with a parish in Kentucky, a very poor parish in Kentucky. And at one time they were doing a, this affluent parish in Columbus had donated a lot of money for them to have new pews and new kneelers, some major, kind of major renovation for this little church. And the people, the lay people, the people who donated, the people who were very generous with their money, had gone to the priest and kind of started to tell the, uh, they had a little bit of arrogance with them. They were very proud of themselves for giving this money. And he said, I'm going to stop you right there. You know what? I'm not going to accept any of this money. We're not going to send any of this money unless at least some of you are willing to go with me down to this parish. Because these people had, who donated and were very generous had not ever met the people that they were donating to, that they were helping. And so they agreed, and they went. And so I asked him, I didn't like, well, what was really the point of that? And he said, even though almsgiving is extremely important, and it helps us to detach from worldly things, from money, from the importance of money, it helps us to detach from greed, it helps us to be Christ-like, and it's a good thing to give because nothing that we have, we have earned, we've all been given everything, life and wealth and health and everything, from God. But he said, too often people can, including myself, too often everyone can give money and think that that is good enough. God wants us to do more. God wants us to be involved. Giving money, like I said, helps us to detach from greed. But what it really does is it helps, it enables someone else to serve. It enables those who are going to receive the money to do good things, to be able to do good things that otherwise they wouldn't be able to do. The people that receive the money that go and do good things, that minister to others, they're the ones who really benefit the most. And by just giving money, oftentimes, we can see it as just, well, that's what I was supposed to do. And it is a good thing. Again, don't get me wrong. But let me put it to you another way. In Spain, there is a state, a mandatory, I think it's 10% tax that then goes to charitable organizations. But it's mandatory, so it's not freely given. So is that really charity? Is that really a donation if it's forced? Not really. There's something a little skewed there. There's something a little disordered there. But when we look at the gospel, we see how God wants it to be, how he wants us to be. The crowd is there. He is there. They're in a deserted place or maybe a plain. Deserted as in there's not a village there. There's not a town there. And the disciples say, the apostles say, well, what are we going to do? Send them away. And Jesus says, no. I care about their food, I care about their stomachs, I care about their physical well-being as well as their spiritual well-being and their moral well-being. So give me what you have, as little as it is, and it will be enough. Jesus could have fed the 5,000 by himself and just had the apostles be observers or viewers like the Spanish citizens. They're not really doing anything, it's a mandatory tax. But God wants us to be involved, especially in this time of pandemic, but at all times, to be careful, to be prudent. But he gives us the tools, your gifts, again, whether it's health or money or talents or singing or reading or lecturing or being a priest or being a good parent or loving the poor, 
whatever it is that he has given you, he has given you. And he's given you to give to others. The apostles were intricate with what God has in store for us. In the first reading, when Isaiah says, Come and eat grain, come and receive grain and eat, come without paying and without costs. You who are thirsty, come to the water. He, of course, is talking about the Lord and talking about good and spiritual things, but time and again, we know that Jesus, we know that God is concerned about our physical well being. Come and receive grain and eat. Well, where can we go to receive grain and eat other than our neighbors, other than you and me? It's not to some other random government organization. They are not salvation. They don't save us. They're not our hope. Our hope is in the Lord. And nothing can divide us. Nothing can separate us from God, just like Paul says. Nothing external can separate us. Not famine, not the sword, not nakedness, not persecution, not peril. There is one thing that can separate us from the love of Christ, and that is apathy. Apathy, which is the opposite of love. Love impels us to go to others. Love impels us to action. Apathy impels us to laziness. Apathy impels us to stay inside of ourselves and to not care for others and to do no good. Now, this parish has a tradition of being loving to their neighbors. I know that, and you know that. And the gospel today just reinforces that, that he asks us to be involved not to just give of the excess that we have, but to be involved in his plan so that we can love God more. And you could imagine the apostles were much more enthralled with Jesus after this because not only did they see this miracle, but they were hands-on part of his plan, part of the miracle, part of feeding the 5,000. So it wasn't just Jesus is an amazing man and probably God at this point in the Gospels. He is God. But it's also he loves me enough and he wants me, for some reason, as, as little as I am, as deficient as I am, to be a part of his love to the world, to be a part of his outreach, to be a part of his family. And so, brothers and sisters, we all desire to be a part of something important. We all desire to be the best Christian disciple that we possibly can be. And today, God is just reminding us that what it takes is to stay close to the Lord, to rest in the Lord, to know that he wants good things for you and for others, but then to put yourself out on a limb and to take what little you and I have and to give it to others so that it can be multiplied.